0: Or call 833 GO WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast, home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's a high
1: time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a high time.
0: Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. And I am fired up to talk with you about two of my favorite things today cannabis and old folks. You know, they've been deemed the golden years, but from what I've seen, I'm quite certain I want to upgrade my experience. When I'm old, I want the platinum years. And I'm betting on cannabis as the catalyst to get me there. I am passionate about improving the senior living experience, and so is today's guest on the podcast. Tolly Eisenberg has been in the health and wellness industry for the past 20 years. She is a cannabis educator and board-certified holistic health practitioner. Together, we're going to dive into senior cannabis use and responsible education. This is important information no matter your age. Remember... You're working your way to old one day at a time, just like me. So the question is, do you want to go gold? Or do you want to go platinum? I got the bottle of wine, the high
1: dollar kind. I got the West coast smoke
0: Tolly, thanks for joining me for my first evening podcast studio session. Thank you.
2: This is a pleasure. This is my first, too.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I told you earlier, I've been thinking about my grandparents a lot doing this show prep. And that picture right there, that is Bunny and the Colonel. So good. And um, if they were still with us, they would remind me that it's toddy time. So, you know, I poured a glass of wine. This is the very first time I've drank alcohol on the show. So I feel like I'm getting crazy channeling my inner bunny. What, is, what, what exactly is toddy time? Like um, it's a, a, a cocktail time. Cocktail. Yeah, they were, um, Granddaddy Jack liked a gin and tonic, and and my bunny, she was a Scotch drinker. I love so. this. <laughs> yeah, I love this. They look very classy. They're pretty. They're pretty badass. But
2: salute. Salute to them. Here's the elders.
0: Yes. So as a cannabis educator and senior advocate. You've co-developed a senior cannabis one one outreach program here in the Bay Area, and I'm so excited to learn more about that and also dive into the key teaching principles everyone should know to help the seniors they love incorporate cannabis into their lives. So let's dive in first, and you tell me about this program.
2: Yeah, definitely. So I worked for a company, I worked for a company, uh, at one point it was called Humboldt, and now it's called Dosist. And they're a precise dosage vaporizer company, so they've kind of revolutionized a bit of what was, I think, a large concern around this plant as medicine is that our ability to be able to measure it and know the outcomes was really non-existent, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've all had some wily experiences having too much, um, myself included, so this was, I felt, an amazing piece of technology that can take medicine and science and put them together to actually create a, a safer, more reliable experience with this plant. So when I started working there, one of the first, um, I had I built and, and run their whole customer service department, but I also had this patient outreach title. And so one of the first charges that I got working there was to create a senior outreach program because seniors are still the largest demographic growing in the cannabis space. Yes,
0: by leaps and bounds. Like it's,
2: yeah, larger than we've ever seen a demographic in the world are the baby boomers and the seniors right now. I think the millennials are coming up, but our healthcare system actually isn't big enough. I think it's this amazing statistic that every day 10,000 people become seniors or baby boomers, you know, how you ever want to classify. Right. Seniors are really classified into like three groups, right? You have the young old, the middle old, and the old old. And those are classified by mostly age and behaviors, right? And each of them have different behaviors, different ways to reach them, different ways that they actually get information. So working with seniors and cannabis has been this incredible like sociological plunge into this incredible um, group of elders and how they live and, and really how they live in a society that very much keeps, keeps them away from young people, but also keeps them away from natural medicine.
0: Yeah. And you know, when I told you earlier that when I was a, a little kid that old people made me nervous, when you said that, that was the first time that that really registered to me. When I said what? That elders were kind of in our culture, they're kind of kept separate. Oh, like, yeah. You I mean, know.
2: there's amazing studies. I wish, this is not my strong point where I can't think of like the names of studies, but there is a group, um, a study done on a population, the largest centurions in the world, I believe are, are in Okinawa. They have the largest amount of centurions living there because they're integrated. One of the biggest pieces is that they have fresh water, fresh food. They're active. They're still moving around the community and the community, the old people are with the babies. They are there and they're working hard until their are old, old ages, but their bodies are able, you mm-hmm. know? So they're some of the healthiest people in the world, but the integration of family... I think is also what makes people live longer. Well, and two, it's that that exchange of energy, like youthful energy will bring that out. Just kind of like... From both, from both, right? They Mm -hmm. get to like learn from some good history and serious elder and like, you know, there's different ways you are with grandma and grandpa than you are with your mom and your dad, right? There's a different holding there. And that transference of... Even without having to say words, but that kind of energetic dynamic in a family is very, very, um, I think, foundational for community. Mm-hmm. and when when that's at a loss, it really it creates a different it creates a different model. And I feel like this model is crumbling, and we have separated our our elders away. So basically, when I went on this journey to look at how to reach seniors around this medicine, right? California mm-hmm. just became legal. It's recreation. We have medical. We have access to this plant right now. And yet we don't know what the hell to do with it. Because A, it has been a long prohibition of over 70 years. And especially this demographic um got onslaughted in the nineteen thirties with all this like bullshit, <laughs> mind-blowing propaganda. <laughs> Yes, and it stuck, and like fake news sticks here for a certain population. Mm-hmm. Fake news started. I don't think it started, but it was. You know, we had TV, you had papers, you had new technology. Yeah, and that sensationalism was 1930s, really 1930s. 1930s, you're coming out of a depression. It was. A, it's a very potent time, right? And so, messaging, especially medical messaging was attacked because during this big boom of information technology, right, this history is much deeper and we don't need to go into it as much, but Harry Anslinger, who kind of forged the war on drugs, um, for Madness, this very sensational, outrageously terrible movie, if you actually watched it. I watched it actually with a room full of seniors, like colorized and
0: we all were talking about it throughout the movie, but it's had any of them seen it before oh, yeah. and like what was their thoughts after the I first mean, time and now?
2: Yeah. I mean, the thing was is that they did believe it, right? A Christian fundamentalist group joined forces with Harry Anslinger to create this movie. Um, but then the AMA, the American Medical Association, came out and said, you know, about cannabis, nothing of what this man is saying is actually true. But like fake news, right, whoever's louder, whoever has the power can start brainwashing just over and over with information. And that's kind of, you know, prohibition kind of snowballed from that effect. I mean, Billie Holiday, Harry Ainslinger was the cause of Billie Holiday's death because during this movement, he targeted her and drugs and the music culture and demonized her to the point where. She died alone because of him. But this is interesting
0: trivia I didn't know. Yeah,
2: it's <clears throat> there's an amazing book called Chasing the Scream that documents the war on drugs from the 1930s to the present and it is incredible anthology of history and propaganda and all the things that basically we have slowly begin to overcome here in California right now it's legal. Now we're starting to see that this medicine has been in our Medicine cabinet for almost 4,000 years, like documented, right? The first documents of cannabis are in like Chinese medicine manuals, the beautiful leaves, right? And all the different ways that many different civilizations have used this plant is starting to come back. And science is starting to come more in line. We're able to dissect and medically look at this plant more than we've ever had in the whole entire world. And since the beginning of time and to think that it was effective then
0: think of what it can be done now. Right. So, so, so what out of all of that, so what have you incorporated and what have you decided goes into this, you know, cannabis education for seniors, like all of that stuff kind of shaped what totally. your program I mean, I, was. And so then yeah. Now, so now what are you doing? So Tell basically the on. the end result of this
2: R and D on seniors and cannabis for like three months was this soup to nuts program, a cannabis 101 for seniors. Like with seniors in mind, senior focused, I worked with a a nurse practitioner, a geriatric nurse practitioner, Eloise Thiessen, amazing woman, who works with seniors at cannabis and dosage. And she helped me write the medical portion. So immediately what I saw first was that we need to bring the Western medicine model and community members from it to be able to help teach this so that people who, because they have only seen one model of medicine predominantly in our society, right? right? We have this one, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's a certain way to treat. It's like
0: reverse street cred, like in order (laughs) for the seniors to like be on board, they need, you need to have a doctor in your pocket. Yeah. (laughs) And thank God there's some doctors that are
2: really smart that actually see this, this plan and Um, as medicine, it is like, it is really the most generous plant I have ever met in my life. Like daily, my mind is blown with what I find of what it's helped and who it's helped. The ageless, classless, like it's, it's just such a benevolent plant that when I saw the, all the things that it could help normally for the everyday, the pain, the sleep could totally help aging, Mm -hmm. ease, right? Like all the things that it predominantly can help help seniors and let's talk about the most those. demographic
0: yeah so we're talking pain and inflammation low libido insomnia depression lack of appetite grief. arthritis grief loneliness loneliness
2: like curiosity all of totally this. the things that like as people get older people start to leave Communities start to thin. That is, that's a big moment in one's in in someone's life, right? So, and cannabis also is this incredible bonder, right? Whatever it is that's touching in our endocannabinoid system that can create a little bit more rapport, which it mm-hmm. does. It does. People can connect. Senior citizen home. I've been with people, senior clubs, especially in the Bay, which are just exploding right now with incredibleness. You know, seniors as people would go to a bar and you know have community around alcohol, people are having community around cannabis. And then watching that dynamic in a senior setting, I mean, just like it is just with I want to go to there. Yeah. They're every (laughs) it's the second Friday of every month. Um, we'll get you all that information. It's the East Bay Senior Cannabis Social Club. Oh yeah. I am Uh, down to clown with some old folks. It's it's just like a lovely, amazing group of our community that gathers together around around their
0: identity as seniors and also the love of this plant. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I I am a silly human being and I love to play. And that's one of my favorite things about being around seniors is because they want to laugh. They want to joke. They, I can be animated and funny. Just be and, who you yeah, are. Yeah. And, well, and, you know, my, my bunny was always so buttoned up and, you know, we would run through the house and she'd yell, this is not a gymnasium. And then by the time she's, you know, in her mid 80s, I'm mooning her at Christmas, like pulling my dress up, showing her my thong underwear, and she's howling with laughter. And I'm like, this is a different woman than when I was 13. And I loved having that different relationship with her where she just wanted to play. Yeah. So good. (laughs) It's so good. And I also feel like it's so interesting.
2: I've worked with so many Different demographics of seniors in so many. I've brought this program to Alzheimer facilities, memory care facilities, senior homes, senior centers, community centers, like Rotary clubs, like yeah, you name it. I have brought this program to I it if they that. would actually have me, right? Because it's free. It's a soup to nuts. We so. So the program is actually, we go through a little bit of the history of cannabis, what it is, and then we go through all the uh, science and medicine benefits. And in a broad way, we talk about why it has such great benefits. You know, the, our endocannabinoid system, we talk about terpenes. We talk about how they can get involved. I have a whole showcase of different products from tinctures to joints to to And you do a little, to little lube, show and tell with them. To lube, yeah. We talk yeah. about intimacy. We talk about cannabis Cannabis, you know, and sexuality and connectivity. And by the end of it, and then I have this incredible terpene experience for them, right, where I bring in this whole terpene garden of basil and rosemary and thyme and mangoes and lemons and all the things that they know from their garden, right? Mm -hmm. All the things that smell, the lavender, why it makes you feel the way that it does. And I show that the same compounds, the same constituents that are in this, that are doing this to you, that are okay, are actually also in this plant. And like, they actually grow side by side and they're companions in medicine, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, that's also an amazing, like their eyes just kind of bug out for a second. And I pass like different terpenes of things around and they're like, oh my God, I recognize that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just start to bring more similarity, more seeing if we can build the bridges. And Mm -hmm. then with my nurse, Barbara Blazer, um, she's been a nurse for 70, 50 years, she's 73 and She is one of the most amazing women in my life, my dearest friend now, but just a hoot and a half of Uh just solid, medical, trustworthy woman with just silly, you know, in the next chapter of her life, seeing that cannabis has done so much for her. So people get to see a living example of a medicine they trust, an age they trust, and then we make them laugh and we make them learn and we're all learning together. So it's actually really a delightful experience. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's
0: like it,
2: who knew I would be doing that for a job? I have no idea. Well and but,
0: who knew I was gonna be asking to be a hanger on to just like please, hang out with old folks. But please. I I babies and seniors are the best.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful time to be around. Really, yeah. like I wish... Just fresh in and just... Just fresh uh, in and fresh out. Mm-hmm. But also just, I mean, not even just fresh out, just they, they are the wisdom keepers of our communities. You know, like they are the elders of our communities. And I hope that this plant you know, with the education and the way that we are trying to bridge information can also start to change the system yeah, to be able to have us be more integrated with our plants and our bodies, but also
0: with our families. Well, and you know, I think cannabis offers a really great opportunity for young people to connect with the old people in their lives, their loved ones, their grandparents or their next door neighbor who, you know, they see has been kind of limp into the mailbox or, you know, being able to go over and, and talk to them about, you know, a a muscle rub that might help them or, you know, it just cannabis seems to be a a really topical and relevant point of connection right now. Yeah. For people like me to connect with the elderly people in my life and, and so I want you at home or in your car, wherever the hell you're listening, to really think about who are, you know, one, two, three older people in your life that you believe would benefit right now from cannabis and, and talk to them about it, share some information, really pay attention to what we're talking about today and, and take some of Tolly's advice and, and use it in your own neighborhood you know, we're trying to take the golden years and turn them into the platinum years. So like, what can you do for the old people in your life that you love so much to create this opportunity for them to age gracefully and- Just with more ease, you know, and you don't even actually need to be high
2: to do it. That's the biggest thing is like now the science has gotten so incredibly specific that you actually don't need, you can take the high out of the plant. That's how generous it is Mm -hmm. so that you will actually get the benefits of some of the compounds that do all the different things without even having to be uh, high or altered or euphoric if that is uncomfortable for you.
0: Yes. And, you know, and that's one of the, an episode that I'd done with Mara Gordon, where we're, you know, kind of talking about the dosing dilemma for elderly people or anyone who's just more comfortable with Western medicine, it's it's titration, just like they do at the doctor's office with any sort of mood stabilizer, any sort of other medicine that you're going to take. You do the same thing with cannabis and you start low and you go slow and you just inch up to where you find that sweet spot. And it's something that I've talked about on the show a thousand times. We all know about microdosing, but is there something that you've found in, in your teaching? Like, is there a metaphor that really works for? Start
2: low, go slow is like the, the first thing, right? First, we really want to, I mean, I, th- I don't think there's general rules, right? Like, just like me and you, the, the way that we would use a medicine is uh, is specific. First, I want to say that some older people do want to get high.
0: Yeah. And that's just I will want to get high. Me too, but
2: also like the seniors that I know that I'm connected with in this community, that is part of their relaxation, that's part of their lifestyle. So I want to first also say that, right? Cuz getting well doesn't always mean that you need to get high, but getting well sometimes does. So both are there is no judgment here, right? It's just a explanation of your of your options that I feel you have a right to know about, right? So if you have the option to have a plant-based, non-toxic medicine that can do the same thing as a pill with no, with hardly any side effects, sometimes there's side effects, right? Just like with any prescription, if something's turned up a little too high, you call your doctor and they... And that's about finding your sweet spot. And they titrate it or they change it or they try another medicine. the The one disparity within these two institutions are is that you know, we don't have those doctors that are totally reliable and in large numbers to be able to walk you through cannabis, right? So we're having to do it in a more grassroots, right? There's Mm -hmm. educators, there's
0: people that other people can help shepherd them through the experience. Mm -hmm. And next week, I'm going to have on the show an epigenetics coach Oh, cool! who takes your DNA and analyzes it and can show you exactly how cannabis interacts with your body. So You can even really, at this point now, find that specificity of dose. That's incredible. And thank goodness, right? And Maybe that will bring more safety and
2: reliability for people to learn that they can trust this medicine. Right now, we're in a little bit of that raw state. We're in a pioneering time around getting this medicine into the hands of people, recreationally or medically. So we have to have a little patience, just like you would any medicine that you take. You're going to try it. You're going to see if it works. If it doesn't then you try something else or you fine tune it, right? But there's enough educators, there's nurse practitioners, there's people in the bay right now or people we can connect you to that can help kind of just shepherd you a little through the experience so that once you actually feel the effects of what it can do safely, Mm -hmm. then you have more uh, empowerment of how to work with it in your own life and in your own health regime.
0: You have can of confidence. You can get some kind of confidence <laughs> or
2: you can get some kind of curiosity, right? You can actually learn to use it in different ways just to see how it feels because this plant is so varied. Yeah. I mean, don't even get me. I can talk. About, this plant is so mind boggling. I'm just, I can talk about it for hours. It's, I'm such a nerd.
0: Well, we're, but we, cause I focus. know we can talk about going a million different directions, but I want to talk about the things that seniors can do yep. or healthcare providers, the their nurse practitioners or whoever is helping them, the things that they can do to help their seniors get started. I mean, one of the big things that I know is that, you know, cannabis does have interactions with drugs. Don't just give your grandma a joint or, you know, just give them something. It's it is something it's that if education. they are taking yeah. medications <clears throat> that they would need to talk seek. to their doctor first. Right. First, first and foremost, we want to just
2: also say that Us talking about cannabis as medicine is it's I want to just straightly say that nobody is saying to get off your pills and nobody is saying to exchange cannabis for your pills. But for some of the things that you do take, this actually can be uh, an adjunct. It can be added to your regime or it can sometimes substitute when supervised and like okayed in all the right ways medically, right? So talking to your doctor about your desire to want to use cannabis, especially if you are taking other medications, especially something like blood thinners, there are a couple of things that you also
0: want to... So let's talk about, let's pause real quick. Like blood thinners, what are some of the other...
2: I can't. I, I, oh, you, okay. Legally, I'm not allowed to do that, um, but I can connect you to nurses that can. But legally, I can't talk about... Yep, that medical, makes sense. Yeah, in, in a, in, just to be safe and yeah, with yeah, regulations.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the other thing too. So you'll be able to find a lot of information... And links in the podcast show notes at casuallybake.com. so um, everyone I mean, should go there after the show because you want to be as informed as possible to empower the seniors in your life. so we, whatever we talk about today we'll be sharing and there. I'll, I'll send you
2: a bunch more too so that people can have access uh, nationally if it if they need it but also there's a lot of stuff on the internet that they'll be able to read and
0: Outstanding. Yeah. Okay, so getting started. First, they're going to want to talk to their healthcare provider about using cannabis. We talked about starting low and going slow. Well, let's talk about that a little bit more, right? Okay. So there's a,
2: there's a wide variety of ways that someone can actually take cannabis. First is what are we using it for? Recreation, it's another conversation. If we're going to use it medically, then if it's like my back is hurting or... I have digestive issues or I can't sleep or the inflammation in my ankle just will not go away. All the different ways, right? Inflammation, pain, sleep. And like you said, depression. Depression, and- anxiety, stress, um, and and yeah, and grief. All of these ways, all of these things that we experience as humans at different times of our life, cannabis has the ability to interact and support these things to bring more homeostasis, and more balance into your life. So seeing what it is that you're comfortable trying. So I'm just going to talk briefly about the different ways that you can take in cannabis
0: so you can eat it. And yeah, and we can go through this pretty quickly. I mean, I think... So there's just the three big ones, right? You can
2: inhale it. You can eat it. You can ingest it. You can use tinctures. Right. There's even like breath strips that you can go underneath. But you can also take like little, um, they're called tablinguals that are Microdose to three milligrams that literally dissolve under your tongue like aspirin. Mm-hmm. There's very, very gentle ways. My best
0: friend developed those. Those We've had levels. Her on the, show.
2: Uh-huh. the best things ever. I have to just give a shout out that I have had insomnia for probably twelve years now, and the combination of two of those um, cannabinoids has kept me sleeping now for almost two weeks.
0: Doctor V, did you hear that? Woo-hoo, yeah. yeah. So amazing. <laughs> I am.
2: Huge fan.
0: Yes, I I take them every more. I take the CBD, CBG, and THCV. Yeah. Well, um, no, THC. I'm a delta
2: have... eight CBG right now. Look right. Us. This is going to be
0: like ABC <laughs> one two threes
2: of cannabis. So, getting back to seniors. So, the different ways. Right. You can even, even for sexuality, they've made cannabis lubes that you can use for intimacy. Right. So, starting to see what you're comfortable trying. Mm -hmm. And for what is the reason, right? And you can work with someone in a a butt tender in a dispensary. You can work with a cannabis educator that can slowly basically walk you through. So you want to, you want to try it at home. If you're feeling nervous about it, I don't think everyone is nervous about it, but if you are, and you've never done this, you want to make sure that you're home, your stomach's full, you're cleared by your doctor. And then you want to take like a quarter of what it is of this a specific dose that someone will walk you through. You just take a quarter of it and then see how you feel. And then I really feel like the more that the the myth of how cannabis is supposed to feel, this very scary demonizing takes over your spirit and brings you to the devil, like... You I haven't know, heard that one. Too. Oh yeah, I mean that's what whole the the whole Reefer Madness was about. Like it was a very devil centered. Well,
0: yes, I, that I'm. I guess I'm thinking. But it's in also my thought of as like
2: the gateway drug, right? Like you're yes, gonna go that, crazy. You actually won't go crazy. More so, you might go to sleep. Yeah. You know, because our body actually really needs rest so much.
0: Well, see, and I always heard you know this gateway drug thing, but then would be like, um, nobody who smokes pot is ever aggressive. They don't. They don't cause fights. They don't like we lose we like to thank <laughs> Harry Anslinger for
2: that one. He was the coiner of that phrase. So ridiculous. It is such a ridiculous... The whole prohibition is yeah. just... Tangent, ridiculous. we can't do that. We're okay. not going to do it. <laughs> um, but the one thing about this, though, that is important when you're talking about this medicine with seniors is is relating to history. Because the, the, the banter of that conversation, aside from it just being medical, if you see why someone... like created that propaganda that at the time you couldn't, it actually can help to dispel some of what you heard and give you a little bit more curiosity to be like, oh, maybe actually that was just all like politically minded. Yeah. And this medicine could actually be something legitimate.
0: Well, and in this day and age, that seems like a really relevant thing that probably happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why, I mean, the the merging of them, right, is, 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 is helpful because I think it gives people context.
0: Yes, no, that is important. It is um,
2: another thing that is also helpful to know about is like um, knowing that this plant is made up of different compounds, right? So ca- the cannabis plant, the flower, is actually made up of different compounds, and di- diff- those different compounds do different things. So you could actually get that specific, like I have inflammation, but I don't want to get high. Great. There's CBDA, there's THCA, right? Science has enabled us to dissect this plant so amazingly that you can actually get what you need without worrying about that euphoria if that's a concern.
0: Well, and you know, and that's the one thing that I find in in my coaching and teaching is that that's what makes people glaze over. Because they they appreciate knowing that, but then when we start na- naming off everything, the letters, all so the like they get, then they're like, "This is too complicated for me. I can't do it." And so, I have kind of kept it more. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because if you were to actually get aspirin, when what it
2: says on the your prescription bottle will probably be some very long letter filled name that no one can quite say, but they know that this reduces my blood pressure, right? I think it's going to go the same way. This CBDA is really good for blank. This THCA is really good. It'll help with deep chronic pain, but actually
0: I won't have to get high, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think it will start to do that. Well, and I think brands are doing a good job already of, you know, just like even doses, like, you know, it's sleep or you know, aroused or whatever the hell, It's relatable. every people are like, Oh, that's what I want to feel. Or that's what I need relief from. And that's what I get all
2: the time. Even as a customer service person, right. I'm getting, I am getting, um, all the emails, all the questions of like, how do you use this to like, I need this for this, this, and this. And I'm like, Oh, and mind you, we can't like, we're not giving out medical advice, but we're saying these cannabinoids support this. Right. And these formulas, right, their formulas were created to help initiate a certain response or aid in a certain process, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what cannabis does. It's it's a plant that helps yeah. ho- homeostasis. Create that balance in your body. On yeah. on a this grand, multi-leveled way. I think a lot of our seniors really like learning the science. Like we go into the endocannabinoid system and... What I'm learning about the endocannabinoid system is that it's not in just this one place, right? It's almost like a spider web of receptor sites that are all over your body, almost like Spider-Man, right? So like you're taking it for one thing that you planned on, that you've initiated a formula for, but in the background, it's also doing other things. So I have this amazing story about my mom, right? She got really sick for a while and it was really, really hard and they had her on all of these drugs. And as she was weaning off and getting better these sleep aids, just like her sleep got really knocked from the sickness and it was really debilitating for a while. And so she was on a slew of pharmaceuticals and I would go home and I'd be like, and the conversation around my mother and me around cannabis has, has deepened and grown as the science does. And, you know, the perspective of actually how helpful this is, like I, she trusted me to give her these uh, cannabis blueberries. And I was like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to smoke. She doesn't want to get high. It's uncomfortable. It's not her jam. Totally Mm -hmm. respect that. Those in there. Yeah. (laughs) But I was like, okay, just take them when you go to bed because you'll sleep and you won't know that you're high. You'll just sleep. Mm -hmm. And slowly, slowly she tried and she was like, oh my God, it totally worked. And I'm okay. And then slowly, slowly and weaned her off of all pharmaceutical sleep aids. So now she has these Kiva blueberries, these incredible medicine drops for her. And now my stepfather's on them. She went for a checkup at the doctor and she went to her eye doctor because she has glaucoma. And the glaucoma, uh, the doctor was like, what is going on right now? And she was like, (sighs) got nervous. And she was like, what? And she was like, your numbers are so low. Like the pressure number. Oh my God, I love this story. And I was like, oh my God, mom, it was totally working on your glaucoma in the background while it was helping you sleep. I was like, it was multitasking medicine. Yes, It was such a... I mean, that was an incredible success
0: story. I mean, I think it blew both of us away. Yeah. You know, I I love it. I love that so much. And because I tell people all the time, listen, just because you're using it, and I'm using air quotes, recreationally, you're still getting so many health benefits. You are. You know, so yeah, like just put yourself in a mindset that cannabis is helping you. Well, how the one thing that I think is
2: helpful for people to when they hear about the science, which I think a lot of what I've seen in the seniors that I worked with click is when you're like, we actually have a system in our body that has receptor sites that respond to this plant. This is not synthetic. This is actually our receptor sites, like recognize the receptor sites on this plant. And when that synergy happens, the alchemy creates like is trying to create well-being, mm-hmm. right? A byproduct is that we have this euphoria for one of the compounds, but a byproduct of all these other compounds actually is trying to bring you more in balance in this non-toxic way than yeah. like we've ever known.
0: Well, you know, my my Joycey Bear, I, when I went to visit her, she had a windowsill covered in orange bottles with the white caps. There were over 20 bottles of pills. Oh, and I saw a sheet of notebook paper and it had like, you know, morning, noon and night and all these pills listed. And it was and it was like half of them were to treat what was wrong with her and the other half were to treat all of the side effects of the first half. And so I'm excited for seniors to to get to this point where they can be educated enough to have these conversations, find people Like you to help them and where they can start taking one bottle at a time off of the windowsill, you know, if they need to, right? And And eat and eat a chocolate covered blueberry instead. Like, how is that not winning? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So tell me what else? What else do our seniors need to know to? To, to get them onboarded into this cannabis for wellness lifestyle. So,
2: a big, I mean, one of the biggest things around onboarding is your ability to have patience and have patience to sometimes, you know, to try different things. If one thing doesn't work, to know that, here it is again, science, right? You, our endocannabinoid systems are like fingerprints. So, if I take something and I offer it to you saying it's gonna work for me, Probably generally it might, but it also might not. So there needs to be some patience around, A, finding someone good to speak with. There's a bunch of good sites to start educating yourself around uh, sites that are, you know, medically doctor-centered mm-hmm. ways that talk yeah, about cannabis. Like Greenflower Media. Hello, yeah. MD. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this. And to start educating yourself on what cannabis is to kind of start getting a little bit more warmed up. But when you do try it to realize that like the first time may not hit it, you actually may need to do it four or five times. You might need to change the mode or the way or the actual product that you're taking. But I would say more times out of not, it will help. You just have to find the right combination. And getting in touch, inquiring to get an educator, a consultant, someone that can help guide you through it. Because there are more and more of us out there that want to be doing this, Mm -hmm. that see that education around this plant is crucial for anybody to benefit from it, right? It's a big, big um, hole that's missing in our industry that we're trying to fill because the need is so important so people can really benefit from this plant in a safe way. Yeah, That's a big part of it is just to not give up. This whole project that I've done has just changed my life. It has allowed me to learn about this plant and be in touch with a community of people that get so much benefit from this plant and watching people get turned on and their curiosity opened and they actually get the benefits. There is more ease in their life and hallelujah to that, you know? Yeah.
0: And, I mean, yeah. y'all, I'm I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Tolly is as animated as I am, and as excited as I am about all of this. It, I mean, it's important. Yeah,
2: it's, it is. I mean, um, there's some passion there. This plant, like, I would have never put myself in this position. Oh, I thought like my life would be teaching people about this plant. I mean, I've used this plant. I'm 43, probably 25 years already. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to tell this story about the way that I used to get cannabis when I was growing up in Queens is we had this, we had a phone number growing up in Whitestone, Queens, and you would go to the, the corner and get on a pay phone, call this number, you had no idea what it was, and a yellow New York City cab would like come around the block and you'd get into the back of the cab and you'd go around the block and you'd give someone a tenor and they give you this like little dime bag of brown seeded weedy, who knows. Yeah. But you had no idea. You were on the East Coast. We didn't know anything that's going on out here in this green triangle of amazing of goodness. <laughs> of goodness out here. But you were happy and we didn't drink. And it was our first connection with the plant. And then I come out here and I'm like, you guys, we're in Vegas. California is like the Vegas of cannabis. Like the the, the ability, the education, how many different ways that you could actually take this plant in in a clean way, it's access that a lot of people don't have so that if you are in California and you do have curiosity about this, there are people you can reach out to to help guide you through this, but this
0: plant does do incredible healing for people. It does, and you are right. In fact, I've been test driving a new cannabis breathable So it's like an inhaler, a a powder inhaler,
2: a powder inhaler. Yes. Wow. I know there's going to be a lot of different ways to make this as easy as it possibly can to get this. Right.
0: Well, and this is something that's going to be great for elderly people and even, you know, parents that have children with epilepsy and when they feel, you know, they feel their trigger coming on or, or or a, a seizure coming on. It's just a fast really acting. fast acting. Right into your and lungs, easy, into your brain. Yeah, it's an inhaler that everyone's been using forever in Western medicine. It's just now yeah, got a different... It's, it's fascinating.
2: Yeah, and what it's doing for just like seizure disorders and deep, deep neurological problems is... I am just grateful that this plant is out there being able to do that because Western medicine has not been able to target that. And cannabis, I was hearing from a scientist, the the reason why, and again this is very base, but the receptor sites that all of this Western medicine has been trying to target to help these seizure, really huge seizure disorders, just not hitting the mark, right? Because you have to hit the receptor site to shut down the process There is this study that has cannabis has hit that receptor site that actually stops the shakes. It stops the seizing. Oh my God, like what else is this plant going to do? Like to watch people, you can watch people online stop instantly when this medicine hits the system.
0: Yeah, my stepmom saw one of those videos and called me and was like, I I see. I saw with my own eyes what was happening. Yeah. And she actually, her and my dad had come to visit me and she got so sick and she was feeling terrible. And I put her in my bed and I had my dosist sleep pin. Oh, no way. And I just said, listen, I know you don't, this isn't your jam, but if you are still feeling nauseous or you can't sleep or whatever, just roll over and pull on this pin, it will vibrate when it's time to stop and just put it down and roll back over. And it really, really helped her. And, and I got her to try the the low dose mints. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it was great to be able to have my family here in a space where it's legal and it's available. And, I, you know, and just let them try it with me, you know, someone that they trust, they feel comfortable with, kind of like you talking about your mom it's having that one experience completely changes someone's perspective on the plant. Yeah, it just
2: has to happen once. And then you start to build rapport with the plant. You start to feel a bit safer. You start to learn your dosage, writing everything down. You've taken this at this time. This is how it feels. Some people get some real benefit from that, right? Even like you can start with this little gummy and split it into four and just take a quarter and just hang out in your house it will last for probably four to six hours. And if anything ever were to get too much, this is a big trick that I tell all of my seniors when I teach is, so if you've had too much THC and it feels too overwhelming in your body, right? THC is really good for deep chronic pain, for back pain, for body pain. It also helps with sleep, but sometimes people take too much of it. And it also has this really kind of heavier feeling that sometimes is uncomfortable. And some for some people it can be scary, but having a high quality CBD, which is just another compound, uh, with you in the house to take on top of it, it will slowly start to make you less high. So I call it the anti-venom. I call it the THC anti-venom, a CBD. And that's like a trick that I tell everybody that just to have it around, it helps to kind of take the high away, bring you back in. But the medicine is still working in the background. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is that is a trick
0: we subscribe to here at Casually Baked.
2: Yeah, it helps in a pinch. It absolutely does. I also want to just say this is the big thing is that like no one's died of cannabis over, you know, overdose. We actually don't have the receptor sites in our body to do it. A lot of times when you have overdoses of like heroin or cocaine, what, whatever the things that they are hitting receptor sites that, that cut down most of the time you're breathing, your respiratory system, it will shut it down mm-hmm. and you stop breathing and you pass but cannabis doesn't have any receptor sites for those those kinds of things to happen so you know the worst thing that can happen is that you just feel really tired you might feel just like a heavy physical feeling. And the best thing to do with that is that when you feel that, just go to bed and you'll probably have the best sleep you've ever had and you'll feel better in the morning. <laughs> so true. It really is. So, you know, the, there's going to be a bit of trial and error and learning this plant as you learn about your body, which ultimately is going to force you to do it, right? Because you're going to take something and you are be like, did this help? Did it not help? Did my pain go away? Cool. And it's
0: all about keeping your dosage tracker in your journal. And, and Just you know, let's be wrong. really clear. I mean, if you are retired and you're slowing down in your life, why would you not want to do a cannabis experiment in your senior years? Like, it's fun. It's curious. You'll learn about your body. You'll figure out new and and natural ways to treat what aches and pains to you you'll probably get hornier and actually have sex like these are exciting things for an old person like for anybody yeah well
2: <laughs> i mean for anybody right but it's all it's all however i mean the thing with the cannabis cannabis the beauty of this plant is that it will give you as much as you want You want to take a little bit, it will still help. You want to take a lot, it will also still help. It will meet you where you need to be met Mm -hmm. and help. And that is
0: why it's so helpful for seniors because it is gentle when used well. And you know what? Another thing that is near and dear to my heart and very important to me is the fact that by using a moderate dose of cannabis on a regular and consistent basis, you will lower your chances of developing dementia. And this is information that has been studied and it has been researched. And I am very comfortable saying, and it is something that I wish so much that, that my grandparents would have had access to. And, you know, it's a terrible feeling when your grandmother introduces herself to you. That's one of the big reasons that I use cannabis myself in by incorporating the CBD and the CBG incorporating these other cannabinoids in my diet every morning. It's because I'm I'm already preventative maintaining my ass off. Yeah, it's almost like a nutraceutical. I mean, it is a nutraceutical. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a
2: plant that aids, it builds, it builds to benefit you mm-hmm. rather than take right. So like alcohol is a neurotoxin, right? It, it it's a cell death creates cell death, right? Cannabis is is a neuroprotectant. It protects mm-hmm. your neurons, but it also is, is a nutrient filled plant that aids into your system. So even that it's almost like a little bit of a multivitamin. Like my mom takes a four to one CBD tincture that I've given her every day now and her arthritis is different. Mm-hmm. It's less. She feels like she can move her hands. Which better. one do you like? Well, my all time favorite, Jessica Peters, I'm throwing you the biggest shout out, girl, because your CD, CBD is the best. It's Moxie, Moxie Meds. It's not on the market just yet. But another one that's amazing is Cosmic View is also incredible mother daughter. Oh my God. I love their story. I, yeah, I want to have them on the show. They, they are dear awesome. friends. I've taught with them. I've brought their story out for CBD and women's reproductive health because. CBD is super helpful for that as well. But my mom takes the CBD tincture every day and her arthritis is probably from like a nine to a four, three at times. Did and y'all so, hear that? Yeah, it's it's helpful for the joints. It's helpful for the back. It's helpful for the heart. It's helpful for
0: just feeling uplifted. Mm-hmm. And it's also helpful to go to sleep. Yes, God, sleep is a, is a huge one. I know for... For my parents, they've they've cut back, but their thing was, you know, they would have a drink before they went to bed at night. And I'm like, when I drink, I wake up at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, yeah. wide awake. Like, <laughs> yeah. I should just go ahead and get started with work. So I'm like, that's probably the worst thing they could be doing. Totally. So, but
2: so that's in a perfect segue to like how culture revol- like surrounds itself around certain habits, right? The way that recreation, um, festivities really for so long have been, you know, surrounded with alcohol or grouped with alcohol. We have our pubs in, in Europe and Ireland and, and here, you know, in, in the East Bay, we actually have a senior cannabis social club where they actually just like come and hang out and have social time with this plant. There's speakers, you get educated. You could also just hang out in someone's magic garden. People host different places. There's like a balcony, um, like a balcony space downtown Oakland called EVB, and every second Friday, I believe, the senior cannabis social club hangs out. And incredible people come, and they just chill and learn together, or they just hang and try different ways, different elements of of cannabis. And I love it. Make sure that you send me I will. some of these ladies. I will, so I can but just so you see well. that it can yeah. be part of a lifestyle as well as just being a medicine. There's different ways that people can come in to learning about this plant as an older person. If you want to just come and learn, you know, there's Rossmore. They have a 600 member, okay, ready, you guys? 600 member cannabis education club, Rossmore. First club. It's the largest cannabis club in the country of seniors, senior started, senior led. They are like in the city hall meetings. They are activists. It is some of I the most it. dynamic group of folks and they, and they meet every second Tuesday. It's coming up in August, August 14th in Rossmore, um, And they have just incredible speakers, doctors, nurses, you know, any, any uh, thought leaders around this plant that can help Engage people. I mean, I go as an individual because I want to learn, and I've become. They have become my like brain trust when I was creating this. Uh, okay, so this an- program.
0: Answer me this then. Does the facility have to first allow that cannabis can be? Yeah, so in they're their in space? a retirement
2: community, it's right. like a ten thousand person retirement community, and they formed a club, and that club then has you know, gets a space. But
0: did the club have to go? Because I'm just like, you know, they had to to go to to the facility and say, hey, we want to create a club, a cannabis club. And And it wasn't
2: very, it wasn't a very easily, you know, done endeavor. But Renee Lee was one of the founders and she
0: forged ahead and now it's 600 members strong. I mean, I love that. And I, I would, you know, that maybe I need to do another show on that about how people, how seniors in communities can can get together and create these little grassroots movements because you it's know, happening all around. It you. is hard. It is hard. That's why it's so
2: important that as we talk about seniors and cannabis, it's also important to see where they, where um, people can fit into the community, to learn, to try to just mm-hmm. start to get familiar with this plant because it's a very integrated system you know so that's why i speak so much about the other things aside from just like the abc's right you the abc's happen as you experiment with them and right. and having you know just some simple directions you start start low dose and you go slow you see how you feel and then you can experiment with different products to see if it brings the benefit that you want if it doesn't great there's other things and you get to try that. But there's this whole other cultural aspect
0: mm-hmm.
2: around this plant too, because it's such a natural bonder and connector that you could actually have community.
0: Yeah. And the community, I think, is important around it because, it's, you know, when you're a little nervous to try something, I mean, sometimes, well, especially as women, we don't like to not know stuff. And so to go into a dispensary by yourself or to, you know, have your first online cannabis shopping experience. I know those little old ladies, they need to do it together. You know, you want to... It's overwhelming. I mean, our industry has not yet
2: incorporated them into the ease in which to move about the cabin in terms of cannabis space, yeah. right? Like it's it's overwhelming. It, there's a lot of information. Some of the stuff I still, I'm just like, wait, What? You know, to And to think of someone coming from an age of prohibition and having curiosity for the first time, I mean, that's why we have these programs. This Cannabis 101 is a great program to come to because you get to just get a full spectrum of information and then you get to see what your next step is and be able to get support and help and more information. I love so much what you're doing right now. Thank you. I love it too. And I just like welcome questions. If you need reference it, just like it hit me up because I want to help create more access for this plant with people that if it can really benefit, then let's do
0: it. Awesome. So if any of you have questions about things that you can do in your own community or resources that you might need or the right Dialogue that you need to kind of get comfortable with to speak to the the seniors in your life, like whatever kind of questions you have, you can always send them to me at ask at casuallybake.com and I can organize everything. And Tolly will help me empower you to empower the seniors in your life. Yes. And hey, last thing, I also do another,
2: I also do another teaching gig in San Francisco to just if you um, are interested in learning more about cannabis women and health, it's the Elementa SF group. And we meet every month and we have different guest experts come and speak about this plant that's relevant to women and our health and as we age. So you're also welcome to that too.
0: Awesome. Outstanding. So I will get that information from you and also include that in the show notes Great. at Great. casuallybake.com. Now. um, are you at the same place every time or do you move around? Same place, it's 590 Sutter Street, downtown San Francisco,
2: but just be in touch and we'll get you on the list and we'll send out announcements of who's coming to speak. And if it's interesting for you, then come on down.
0: Right on. Yeah. All right, I hope y'all had as much fun with today's podcast as I did. I'm Tolly. It's been so fun to sit here and look at someone who moves around as much as I do.
2: <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and okay. thanks so much for showcasing. It's it's a big, it's a big passion of mine to feel um to, to make room for this for this community with this plant and to kind of just help help support them with this information. So thanks for being an advocate for that too. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Amen.
0: Amen. I I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I did. And please share this episode with the seniors in your life, or maybe some friends that are just starting to take care of their aging parents. I want all of you to feel hopeful about using cannabis as a tool in your wellness arsenal. The older generations are more skeptical about cannabis due to the brainwashing and and lies they received during Prohibition that we sort of talked about. But cannabis is indeed a very real, non-toxic medicinal plant finally being embraced by the Western medical community. It's our responsibility to educate ourselves and help educate our doctors. People have the right to know what their health options are. I hope that you feel empowered by the conversation today to start those conversations if you are a senior or you are trying to empower a senior in your life. And one last thing I want to leave you with is make aging a a mindful experience. Be aware of what you're feeling and whether or not they're symptoms, or if they're just normal age-related changes. You know, don't spin stories in your head and diagnose yourself or your loved ones. And as a caregiver, it's important to be equally as mindful. Take notes, add moments to your calendar so you can evaluate for patterns, you know, is your loved one forgetting things often or just every once in a while and then they remember later? It's so important to keep things in perspective, be super aware and, and let yourself age gracefully with peace, ease, and flow. As always, I hope you will subscribe to the podcast and share the episode with friends. Shout it from your social rooftops. You can find me on social at baked. You can um, engage with me via email. You can send me a voice memo or email to ask at casuallybaked.com. Or you can submit your can of curious questions to be answered on the show on the website. Casually Baked the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta, The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album Gotta Get Back wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. No, light it up.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I had some moments there, girl. <laughs> Talk about vulnerability. Wow. That's some vulnerable moments right there where you're like, fuck, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's totally gone. Hey, Joanna, one last thing I forgot to tell your listeners. The first senior focus cannabis dispensary will be opening in Berkeley, California this fall. It's called Can capital I-C-A-N-N, and it was founded by an amazing woman named Sue Taylor, who has devoted herself to working with the elder population, cannabis, and holistic health. It'll be an amazing resource for the community, and all the contact info- information will be on the resource list. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
1: Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who abused cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain.